Hello, my art teacher friends. Welcome to another exciting episode of Make Artists. I'm your host, Ian Sands, co-author of the book, Making Artists, and Open Art Room, and I don't know, a couple other things. Anyway, last time I talked to you, last time I was in your speaker, I was talking about our plans at South B to roll out art anytime, anywhere. If you haven't heard it, if you haven't had a chance, I'm going to encourage you to go back and do so at some point because it's going to make a whole lot of sense if you listen to that with what I'm going to talk about today. But in a nutshell, art anytime, anywhere is a concept that will allow students to take art any block of the day in any art room with any instructor, regardless of their grade or skill level or any prerequisites. Uh, this is something we plan to do at the Artist South B here in the fall of 2022. And in order to do so, I mentioned in that previous podcast that we would need to accomplish three things. Do you remember what they are? Number one, we would have to align our goals with that of student services. And that would be so our counselors will be able to schedule students for art anytime, anywhere. And we have accomplished that goal. And I go into details about that in that previous podcast. So go back and take a listen. The other two things were to develop a new assessment slash grading system, uh, which we have done, but you'll have to wait for a later podcast for that. And the third item was to develop a project-based learning target-centric curriculum. And that's what I'd like to go into details about today. Let me start by saying, if you are a visual person, and since you're an art teacher, you probably are a visual person like me, um, everything I'm going to be talk about can be seen. Um, Everything I'm about to present is at theartportal.weebly.com. So in fact, it might even help if you are able to right now pull it up on a screen while you listen. Uh, It might be very valuable to do so. So it is theartportal.weebly.com. And check it out if you can't, if you're driving, don't do it now. Uh, but but if you get a chance later when you get home, pull that up and take a look at it. I think it'll help in a big way. Um, a little background, pre-COVID, <laughs> I don't want to talk about what we did during COVID with the whole Google Classroom virtual hybrid, blah, 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 blah. That's a whole nother bowl of oatmeal altogether. And uh, so let's let's talk about what we used to do at the Artist South Bee pre-COVID. Um, you may be familiar with the, the way we taught at South Bee. Or if you read Making Artists, um, the back part, <laughs> you, you may be familiar with some of the things we did and how we did it and, um, and how we followed the artistic process. Um, or, yeah, so our version of the artistic process, I should say. Uh, we started with um, inspiration, then design, create, and then reflect. And those were our four phases, our artistic process, if you will. And we would, let's just go through it for you. We would begin by presenting inspiration. uh, Like to our Art One students, our beginning art students, we'd present the nine, which is a subject-based theme, such as nature, the figure, um, architecture. So they'd have something to go on there. Um, To Art Twos, um, our our intermediate students, I would usually do artistic behavior units, such as artist steel, which is about appropriation, artist solve problems, artist taste risks, things like that, that would get them all inspired and I mean it was for their inspiration and edification as well Um, and it was basically to help the students come up with ideas for their own projects Uh, the second phase we did at the time was uh, to design our design phase and that's where students would plan create thumbnails maybe do some experimentation or something like that but they basically get ready for the, the next phase for the making of the art 
And and once they were ready, once they had their design ready, then they would make the art during the create phase. During the create phase, they would make art. A lot of kids kind of skipped right from inspiration to create, <laughs> which was, you know, fine at the time. Um, and then once they're done, uh, reflect. Reflect on their accomplishments. Um, and, and there was a lot more as well. I mean, we had Artists of the Week. Uh, I could talk about the tables. Um, it, it's all in making artists, like I said before. And it's all good stuff. I really don't have a problem with it. But... Uh, there were uh, it, it fell short I'll say in two major ways first uh, although students were technically making projects it wasn't really project-based learning not so much in the manner that it it would be you know assessed as such well I'll just I'll leave it at that uh, and that was pr primarily due to, to really the second reason um, which it, it didn't fully incorporate the concept of learning targets I mean, oh man, we tried several times to, to implement learning targets um, into, we tried to sneak them in, I think, <laughs> in, our best, in our best efforts. We tried to, to sneak them in. I think the best way we got learning targets in was we kind of put them in the reflection phase of the project, that last phase of the projects where we would have them reflect on, um, you know, on, did you develop a new skill or did you consider a new artist when you were making this artwork? And it was on the tail end, though. It was sort of an afterthought. So... All this was good stuff, and it worked great, but it, it wouldn't meet the needs for our art anytime, anywhere. For that, we needed something different, <laughs> something that was truly project-based and learning target-centric. And so we went back to the whiteboard. <laughs> we went back to the whiteboard with our, with our markers, and we developed what we call the project matrix. Dun -dun -dun. Now, nobody can be told what the matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. No, I'm totally kidding. Uh, you can you can see it at theartportal.weebly.com. <laughs> and, and I'm going to tell you what it is. You want to know what it is? Here's what it is. It's a new artistic process. That's basically it. It's a new approach to making art, uh, a different approach to each phase of the artistic product process. And, um, and uh, well, I'll just go through it. It'll make more sense if I just explain to you. Uh, again, looking at what our phases were and then explaining what they are now in the project matrix. So the first phase is no longer inspiration. Uh, we're replacing that, that need for an idea, you know, the subject, the concept. And instead, we're starting with, get this, the learning target. And the first phase on the project matrix, matrix is now called identify. Okay, in this phase, students will identify the learning target they wish to pursue. And we have a list. We have, we have a list of 16 learning targets um, that, that, that cover all of the standards, all of, the, all of them based on the NAE's national standards. Um, and I can give you a few. I'm going to give you a few of them. I got a piece of paper here. Um, standard one here. I, I develop skills. And the learning target, I will improve my knowledge of a familiar material. Uh, standard uh, two here, I create. I will apply unique ideas in my work. Another standard, I communicate the learning target. My art will convey a message to my audience. And another standard, I take risks, uh, learning target. I will experiment with new art making materials. So there you have some idea of a learning target is, but we want to go a little bit further than that. We don't wanna have students just simply select from a boring list of learning targets. Um, that would, first of all, not be very much fun. And, and second, it wouldn't be personal, it wouldn't be tab. So we want them to individualize their learning targets, or as I like to call it, I-L-T, with the I being lowercase, because that's cool, like, you know, how Apple does iWatch and iPhone. Anyway, we got the I-L-Ts. So, 
so what does that mean? What does that look like? So say a student, I'll just give you the first one here, starts with the standard, I develop skills, and they pick the learning target, I will improve my knowledge of a familiar material. Well, that's very dry and not personal at all. So how would they personalize, how would they individualize that? So they could look at that and they could say to themselves, well, I want to get better at shading and uh, I like to use pencil. So I will improve my knowledge of shading using graphite pencil. That would be a perfectly good ILT. Or how about this one? Um, they, they, like, they want to know how to blend Prismacolors. They, they've used Prismacolors. They like them a lot. They've seen some blending. They just have never really done it. So uh, their learning target, I will uh, improve my knowledge of blending uh, using Prismacolors. I mean, it, you know, it's pretty simple, straightforward stuff there. Uh, that, but it's individualized, so they, they pick it. They want to do it. So they pick the material. They pick the media. Very tab. And now, but they just have some place to start. So there you go. Um, after they accomplish that, and that's phase one. Um, and I, oh, if you go to the art portal.weebly.com and you click on identify, I will mention that you can see that entire list of, of standards and learning targets. So you can just copy and paste it if you want to steal it. Um, so once they've identified their, their, it's really their objective, right? That's what it is. That, 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 that's really big when you think about it because we, we, we can begin to layer on project-based learning and, and all it has to offer if we have that, if we have that objective that they're starting with. So once they identify that, then we go to phase two. So as I mentioned earlier, uh, phase two was design. And during design, <laughs> they were already designing a project, but they didn't even really know or at least understand or be able to explain the why. So we replace design with explore. And that's our second phase. Explore, that's where the learning is going to take place. So they, they've got their objective and, and you can't meet an objective or a learning target without learning. <laughs> so, so, so this is the place where they're going to begin the, the process of learning in that there. Um, and I'm going to present this and what we're going to be asking them to do in a very concrete example. So these, and, and again, is going to, this starts to sound kind of dry and, and I don't think it's going to be, the project matrix isn't going to be dry without going too far down to a rat hole. Uh, Explore is going to be able to be very loose, very abstract, very organic in the future. But I really think the best way for me to explain it is with a very concrete example. So excuse the dryness of this, but it will be the best way for me to explain it. And then you can extrapolate from that later to how organic it could probably be. So say the student's ILT uh, is based on the one I said before, and they want to improve their knowledge of oil pastels. Well, here's an opportunity <laughs> to do just that. And it's easy. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, let me give you an example. Go to YouTube and you can find a video that demonstrates how to best use oil pastels. Maybe you've never blended them before, or maybe you've never used baby oil with them before, or you've never mixed skin tones. You can find a video that's going to teach you how to improve your oil a pastel skill set, if you will. So go out and, and learn it, and, and you're gonna start meeting your ILT. And oh, at the art portal that we gotta come, we currently have a week one explore up. Um, and you can click on it uh, and keep in mind uh, that there's going to be a fair amount of videos in the future, but because it's week one in our school, we're just introducing the project, project matrix. Our explore is very limited. We wanted to limit it to the uh, materials they were going to use, the students were going to use, and the skill sets they were going to explore. So we want, so because we want them to learn this process rather than being overwhelmed with, oh my gosh, there's so many videos and materials and everything like that. So we did the, the natural tab thing, which is to limit materials to beginning when we're trying to explain how to go through 
YouTuber process. So in the future, there will be a plethora of YouTube tutorials out there. And of course, students don't have to just use ours or just use YouTube tutorials. There's many other ways they can explore. And we can get into that later, because as I mentioned, our goal is to allow for some really abstract organic exploration um, in this part. But for right now, that's a simple way to explain what explore is. So that brings us to the third phase. And the third phase originally was create. And it's where the art making happened. <laughs> but, but create, though it allows the students to make art, um, again, it, it's lacking in focus. Um, you know, they have an ILT, they've learned a t new technique, so it's time for a new phase. They need to apply what they've learned. So create is now apply. And in apply, the apply phase, we want students to create an original work of art that applies the knowledge that they gained in their exploration phase so they can meet their ILT from the identify phase. You see how this is all coming together? I think it's pretty tight. <laughs> I kind of like it, okay. And, and so that brings us to the last phase, which we still call reflect. However, here's the difference. In the past, where we would ask them at the end, like, hey, uh, you made some art. Um, which one of these LTs do you think you, hey, can you pick one of these now and, and explain how you met your learn? That's, that's out, the, out the window. Now we can ask them, what was your ILT and how did you meet it? Boom, right there. So we are currently doing that. This week, we are presenting this to the students. And um, in next week's podcast, I'm going to go into some details as to how we presented it this week. And I think I'll have some insight by then, uh, hopefully, <laughs> be able to discuss what worked really well. And I but have a feeling I will also probably be able to talk about uh, some ways we might be able to improve. So that'll be beneficial to anybody who wants to take this journey with us. Um, then in later, later podcasts, I'm going to explain uh, the how we developed our assessment plan that I think lays on top of the matrix. Uh, hopingly, hopingly very seamlessly. And finally, I want to mention that um, we aren't entirely tossing out everything we did before the matrix. Um, we, you know, I'm not going to throw out the nine. I'm not going to throw out AB units. I'm not going to throw out artists of the week or the tables and all that good stuff. I'm going to bring that back. Once we have this artistic process, this new one, the project matrix in place, I'm going to bring that back. And at that point, our students are gonna be like Neo flying in the matrix. Till then, get out there, make some artists.